This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, May. We've been waiting to talk to this guy for a few weeks. Um, our co-worker, the man who wears multiple hats, we... Um, Overshot the runway last week. We couldn't get him on, but we're happy to have him on, <laughs> have him on this week. And, Joe, you, you and I have had a little bit of fun about your golf game because you had a chance to go out and play since I played last. You know, I know there was a couple times we wanted to get him on at a certain time because he had tee time. But last week was the first time <laughs> I got a chance to go out and play in like two and a half years for oh, wow. a number of reasons, and one of which is taking care of Pops. And I just put everything on the back burner, and then I'm, I just haven't. But went out last week. And do you know what it is like when you haven't played for a long time, you keep your golf shoes in your bag, you pull them out, and you put them on, they still fit, but what might happen? Have you ever had this happen before? I busted my shoes. I, I believe that. I, I mean, because they get all, like, kind of hard and crunch, crusty, and, like, you know, it's like the, the moisture evaporates from them or something, and then they get all kind of brittle almost. And I'm hitting it straight that first team, man, and I'm bopping up there like Rory McIlroy when he's having a good game, right? <laughs> I got that bounce in my step. I get to the first, uh, we get to the first green. I actually part it, and as I'm walking to the second one, my shoes flipping and flopping. And I'm going, what the heck? They they the bottom <laughs> came loose and was just flipping mm-hmm. from the from the actual shoe. I never had that happen before. He's, he's playing Fred Flintstone yeah. style. <laughs> That's exactly what I had to, we, we actually. This is the crazy part: is we we started we teed off for the next hole, and then like a couple knuckleheads, we drove from there through the greens, through a couple other foursomes, out to the parking lot so I could get my gym shoes, and then put them back on. They're like, excuse us, the guy who gets up in the movie theater who's sitting in the middle seat and doing nothing but excuse me's all the way to the aisle. Joe, thank you for joining us. Where do you want to start? You want to talk Braves? You want to talk Atlanta United? Both teams going at it yeah, today. Let's talk, let's talk some Braves, and then we'll get into Atlanta United. All right, thoughts about the, thoughts about where we are. We're down in Miami. It's nice to see them get the bounce back, especially after that gut-wrenching loss uh, on their way out of Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. It was a really important win, I think, for this team to get this series off to a good start for exactly the reason that you just mentioned there. Sam is because like you know the way that they lost that series was just brutal because at one point 
it was first of all that series got off to a really rough start where you lose the opener one nothing in a really demoralizing game but then all of a sudden you find yourself in the third game the final game of the series up four nothing with Max Fried on the mound and you're going up against Corbin Burns so that's pretty much the ideal situation uh, and then you just don't end up getting the win in that game which is obviously very disappointing so important win for the Braves last night to get you know that kind of the stench off of that and uh, get back on the winning track but also. I think it's a big win because when you look at this team's schedule over the next four weeks, they don't play a team with a winning record. Uh, They don't have a series against a team with a winning record. So this is a very important period of the schedule for the Braves, especially with the predicament they're in right now with having not gotten off to a good start and the Mets kind of raced off and been one of the better teams in baseball to start the season. This is a time where the Braves really have to take advantage of this winnable part of the schedule that they have and I said the first four weeks then after that you get a couple teams that you, I think you have a couple of game, uh, series that are against good teams but then again and then you have another stretch after that and I think it would go all the way to about six weeks where you just have really winnable games throughout that period and when you look at the schedule when you get to the end of that six week six-ish week period that's at, at that point you find yourself kind of in the middle of hot stove season where this team will then kind of have a better idea of where it sits in the landscape of Major League Baseball and how good their playoff chances are going to be. So that's going to be a really important – that's why this is going to be such an important time for the Braves because, one, if they do well during this stretch, then they're going to put themselves in a good position and probably in a position to go out and buy and, you know, continue to to improve the roster to challenge. But I keep thinking about something that Charlie Morton said last year, which was on June 22nd, which would be right around the, you know, the time – frame that we're talking about after this stretch of games where that was the time last year when you know he was saying that hey if we don't turn things around right now Alex Anthopoulos is going to have to make tough decision uh, tough decisions and I'm sure at that time Charlie Morton was thinking about his own you know where he was going to end up because he was one of the players at that point in time who was on kind of you know one of the pieces that would be very tradable for the Braves and that a, a you know a World Series contender would like to acquire of course, you know, it wasn't exactly that date, but the Braves obviously did turn things around, and, you know, we all know how that history ended. But this is going to be a very important time period for the Braves. So, anyway, to get back to this Marlins game last night, I think that that's why, another reason why it was so important for them to get off to a good start in this series against the Marlins because, again, that's kind of the, the Marlins are the prototypical, like, winnable series, especially in the division. It's a series you got you got to take, even when, even though it's on the road. Uh, and so it was a good start for the team in doing doing that yesterday. And Joe, and you also mentioned this the stretch of games that got coming up. Uh, and talking about the two teams that they're looking up at right now, when you face them, Phillies will be next after Miami. The two guys that you hear that you got to look out for and worry about are missing presently and going to be out for a minute. Meaning with Philadelphia, Bryce Harper, and with the Mets, Scherzer. So you luckily don't have to deal with those two. But I wanted to ask you your thoughts on this lineup right now with the addition of somebody who we're happy to see be. Well, what he was last year to some extent, or even before that, was Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, I mean, thank goodness. He seems to be kind of breaking out of his slump in a big way with a few homers here in the last week. And, you know, it's it it really makes a big difference whether he is playing like 2020 Marcelo Zuna or the 2021-2022 Marcelo Zuna that we've seen, which is just really, really rough to watch. And it's even, you know, it's, it kind of his his lack of defense and just basically, you know, he doesn't really give you anything outside of the bat. And so when the bat's not going, then it's just like, you're really getting absolutely 
nothing from the guy, to be perfectly honest, outside of maybe, you know, any good clubhouse vibes and things like that that he, he might add to the team. But so important for him, especially, you know, a guy who hits right in the heart of that order, hitting fourth, you know, um, it's so important for him to really be a catalyst for this team. And, you know, one of the things about this Braves team so far this season is, is it's they really struggled to like just get base runners going and get kind of the order functioning correctly, you know, from top to bottom. We've seen times where the top of the order has kind of been hot, but the bottom of the order isn't doing anything. And then it, that, that situation is flipped. But when you can get guys going throughout the order, and I think Marcelo Zuna plays a big role in this because he's right smack dab in the middle of everything, that's what allows you to have some longer rallies, you know, have, have some uh, – put, put some more stress on other teams, especially like their bullpens and things late in games. So, so important for Marcelo Zuna to, to get going like he has over the last week, and you just hope he can keep it going. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline. We're talking with Joe Patrick this morning. Always great to have him join us. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at JAPatrick200, at JAPatrick200. Um, Ryan Snitker is going to let Ronald Acuna Jr. DH this weekend because of the turf. Um, how much more of that you think we're going to see from him? Are we going to you know, really stay cautious with him? Uh, it seems like on the base pass he has the green light to do things like he's got another stolen base last night. Thoughts about what you're seeing from him? We want to see him play. We want to see how the team is going to allow him to play. We'll still be – Kind of, kind of cautious with him, uh, but thoughts about what this role this weekend just DH. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a smart move by the Braves to do that and to even just have the forethought the fact that it is turf and that would be, you know, a reason why you wouldn't want to put, you know, any extra stress on the knee that turf might cause. To be perfectly honest, I'm, I'm curious as to how tur- the turf actually is on a baseball field. To be perfectly honest, I've never walked on a turf baseball field, and I do wonder if it's kind of the same feeling as it is because I have walked on like a turf football field, turf soccer field. And that's like a really soft, spongy surface that I feel like uh, is not as hard on joints as a lot of people like to say. And I- I'm just curious if it is maybe harder because the base in a, in a baseball game, you needed the ball to kind of react differently on that kind of turf. I don't know if you guys have noticed, like you don't really see like the tons of pellets and stuff coming up on baseball turf stadium. So um, it does seem like there might not be the same kind of, uh, forgiveness in in the turf um, that would make it harder on joints. So I think it's really smart by the Braves to do that. But I also just think with the with Ronald Acuna, I think the groin strain that he suffered, you know, a couple weeks ago, I, I think has kind of you know raised some some warnings for the Braves. Like, hey, we we can't be uh, go go too far too quickly with Ronald in terms of wanting to just throw him in there in the outfield you know, on a pretty consistent basis, which I'm sure he was wanting to do when he came back. And I'm sure that on any given day, he felt good enough to do that. But of course, in a a baseball season is a grind and you've got to be able to do it day after day after day. And I think that that really uh, wore on him. I think it was a warning to the the team like, okay, we need to throttle him back a little bit. Even if he's feeling okay, we want to get as much value as possible out of Ronald Acuna Jr. over the course of the season. And I think that they're assessing this correctly, which is that the best way to get the most value from him and keep him healthy and as effective as he can possibly be is to use him in that DH role where he really is taking a lot of the stress off his body. He can go out there for short bursts, not just at the plate, but also on the base pass and do his thing like Ronald Acuna Jr. does. And when he's actually out there playing, you're never going to be able to you know, get him to play at half speed. But I think it's really smart to get him out of the outfield, not every, all the time, but 
more than I think that we initially saw when he first came up, just because just because of what I just said, because when you get Ronald Cooney Jr. out there, he's not going to, you know, throttle himself down and govern himself. He's going to play the game super, super hard. And so it's on the Braves. It's their responsibility to put him in situations where he's not going to potentially do damage to himself. I'm, I'm telling you, Joe's just They the want best. him to do damage to other teams. Joe, you're, oh, absolutely. You're just the best. All right, let me answer that question. One – Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm naming stadiums with artificial turf. All right. Arizona. Marlins. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. Texas Rangers. Yep. And Toronto. That's it. That's it. That's it. Wow. There you go. People don't want to play on that no more, man. They want, you know, like you said, you <laughs> want your players to stay healthy. Anyway, this is Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Let's switch gears to Atlanta United. They're taking on Nashville. You can hear that match right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, pre at uh, 7 o'clock, kick at 7.30. There was some conversation that came out of Panetta's mouth this week talking about the team, saying something to the effect of the best defense for Atlanta United right now is their attacking offense. Did yeah. you say that's yeah, correct? That's what, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gonzalo Panetta said that in, to, to media when I was there just a couple days ago, and the, the reason he was saying that is because this team went – to play the same team, Nashville, on, in the same stadium, in G, their new ground, Geodas Park down there, up there in Nashville. And th- they, the team looked great, was attacking, had a 2 nothing lead at halftime. And then they came back in the second half and were playing a completely different way. It's like they were trying to just protect this lead and see the thing out to the end of the 90 minutes. And by doing that, they allowed Nashville to just come on to them and they never regained control of the game again. Nashville basically dominated the rest of the game after Atlanta United had dominated the first half. And so, you know, this team is down defenders. They're down Braggazan. They're down Miles Robinson. And, you know, from, from uh, Gonzalo Pineda's perspective, you've got your attacking players coming back to full health. Thiago Amada, Luis Araujo, Marcelina Moreno. You'll even have Joseph Martinez back here probably, you know, early in June after this team, after the uh, international break. So you got to use those players to the best of your advantage and just keep on attacking. And I get it. It's tough to just keep on persistently attacking for 90 minutes. It takes a lot of fitness. It, it, it's just very, um, you know, it's hard on the body to, to be to be doing all that running. But it really is the most effective way that this team can actually keep goals out of their own end, which is by just keep on forcing the pressure onto other teams, especially this week where Nashville played a midweek game on, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday, so that's going to be a huge advantage for Atlanta United in this game from a fitness perspective. And they just got to keep on running and running and running at Nashville SC. And I think that that's what we're going to see tonight. I think we will see uh, plenty of goals tonight. I would say we're going to see three plus goals tonight from Atlanta United. We're going to see, I think, a pretty impressive win over a good Nashville team. What we watch for with this team, uh, obviously we want to see them get, get, get some things and get some goals. They've been controlling things lately, and that's been part of the frustration with this group. It would be nice to see them get the breakthrough uh, because they've been controlling time of possession and, and yep. shots on goal. Yeah, they've, they've really just got to clean up how they deal with crosses and how they deal with set pieces. That has been the absolute killer for them this year, and it really is unfortunate because, as you mentioned, Sam, they've been the better team when you just kind of look at it you know, who's dominating the ball, who's, you know, creating the more chances, all that. They've been doing – they've been the better team for the last month or so in almost every game they've played. But they haven't gotten the results that that would show because 
they've been giving up these weak goals on, on, you know, again, simple crosses, set pieces. There was one they gave up last week on a simple cross where the opponent literally only had two guys in the area, the guy who delivered the pass and the guy who headed it home. And Lenny Knighton had like seven guys back ready to defend, but nobody was clear, closely marking the, guy, the, the, the two, you know, players that they needed to, and they gave up a goal for it. So they just got to clean up some of those things, and I think that that will happen over time. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, just in general, as a, as a fan of the game and someone who wants to see excitement, I'm encouraged by the fact that this team is creating chances and is looking exciting and more like the team that we kind of grew accustomed to, to loving back in those early days. Here's the double-edged sword with Joe, and this is why we love him. All right, but sometimes, you, you know, kind of, uh, because you give, you, you know, you can, we ask you a question and we can go get a hot dog and come back and you're still going at it and giving us in-depth information, which is good. The bad news is we got like, when it ends, we got four or five other questions we want to ask you. And there's like two other sports. I want, like, I want to get your thoughts on the PGA Championship. Right and, and oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on there? But we ain't got time for that. I want to get you, you know, oh. the rookie mini camp happened Sorry. with the Falcons. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't got time for that. So you're gonna have to bring you behind back next week. Is that okay? Hey, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. All absolutely. right, that's we'll, we'll, we'll cover it all. <laughs> Joe Patrick, there you go, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thanks for having me on. All right, as always, that's Joe Patrick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 